yeah, you can go. <laughs> All right. So, yes, we've had the theme of joy. Joy to your world. And today I'm going to think, like, I'm a pretty joyful person. If you know me, like, I'm, you know, I, I am joyful. And there's a reason for that. I mean, it's, it's my relationship with God is num- the number one thing. But there's more than that as well. There's things that have happened in my life that have caused me to be like this. But you might be sitting here and you don't have a relationship with God. That's cool. Don't, don't. Just relax. Sit back, relax. Because I'm going to give you an opportunity a little bit later on to have a relationship with him. So, talking about joy, like Christmas is like a joyous time, isn't it? Well, not always, but it is. But it is, you know, you get to hang out with family. I had a great Christmas. My, both of my sons were, were here for Christmas and we had a great time, went to the beach and then went home and played like Cluedo. Oh my gosh, who's played Cluedo before? Oh, those of you that have a new audio, it's awesome. It's like a, a like a, um, investig- a detective game, you know, who killed who in what room, like with what. Oh man, it's awesome. I love that game. And we also played Razu, which is like a, a two-up kind of game, like an Aussie game. It was funny. It was, it's like a little bit like Monopoly, but we had fun. That's the thing. We had fun. And I hope you all had fun over Christmas too. But, you know, I'm so thankful for those times that I had with them. Because thankfulness, is, a, is it's amazing what it actually does for you. When you start feeling thankful for something, it actually takes your eyes off yourself and you start to think about, oh my gosh, I've got so much to be thankful for. See, usually the time between Christmas and New Year's, it's for myself, it's time for refreshing, reflection, and relaxation because I want to enter the new year with joy. But with reflection, I, what I do is I get my trusty journal here and at the back of it, I take it some time during that period and I write down everything that I am grateful for for 2018. So it's in the back of my journal. I mean, th- like they're not in any order or anything like that. I'll read a couple of things out. Um, like, I'm grateful that I read this book this year. I didn't only just read one book, I read a few. But I'm in particularly grateful for this book that a friend of mine recommended to me. It's actually helped change my finances like you wouldn't believe. It's like amazing. I'm like excited just thinking about it. I was reading this book and I couldn't put it down. Like, it, it took me like, uh, I don't know, two sittings to read it, probably three hours or something. It was just such a great book. I was on fire. So I, was, I got into it, did the stuff with my finances. And then anyway, came, came to a prayer meeting and God gave me a strategy on something. But the book got me excited and stirred me up about my finances. I came, was praying about something specifically, got a strategy, put it in place. Within a month, say $14,000. How good is that? Bring in the joy right there. Like, thank you, Jesus. And thank you, my friend, for recommending the book. And thank you for the person who wrote it. But these are the things. See, see, it's not hard. When you start thinking about things that happen in your life that are joyful, like where did it come from in the first place? Where did it come from? So another thing, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for my family. I mean, my, my uh, parents, myself and my parents, well, we've had some ups and downs, like, you know, over my lifetime, like some good things and some not so good things. But do you know what? I'm thankful for them because that's the reason why I'm here. I am. There are, there's so many things that I am thankful for them for. 
So if you're watching mum, like, thank you very much. Love you heaps. My mum's in New Zealand, but she usually pops and watches us online. So what I do, like I write that down, but I also write down daily, because I read this book over 20 years ago. I know you guys weren't even born then, but it was about, it was about gratitude <laughs> and how to, to every day write down five things that you're grateful for in the day. So like I've been doing that for like over 20 years and that is one of the reasons why there's so much joy in my life because every day, even though I might have had a like shocker of a day, there is always something to be grateful for. I'm grateful for the, the air in my lungs. I'm grateful for my legs. I'm grateful that, you know, there's so many things. Even when you're having a terrible day, even if you're sick, I've found something to be grateful for. And what it does, it gets you in the habit of thankfulness. And it, that is a great habit. So I'm going to read out one of my days, um, not the whole day, but one of my things, because now I've gone to like an app. You know, I used to write it in my journal every day, but now the app's easier. And not only that, I can put photos and everything of the day. It's like awesome. So I take a photo of something that I'm pretty happy about. Oh, I forgot to take a photo because like, like one of the things on here is fixing my break like myself with YouTube. Come on, I'm grateful for that. Because, you know, not only that, I'm grateful for the people who pointed out to me that my brake light wasn't working. Like Katrina was one of those. Like you pointed out like your left brake light and I'm thinking, oh man, how much is that going to cost me to take it to the, to the like garage and get it fixed up? I have no idea. And I'm thinking, oh, it could be a hundred bucks or who knows that. I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to have to do it because my son comes up and he goes, mum, do you know that your brake light's not working? I'm like, yeah, I know, but it hasn't been working for ages. <laughs> And he goes, you can get done for that. I'm like, what? I'm going to have to fix it. I'm going to have to fix it. Oh, no. So, and he goes, I reckon, I reckon we could do it. I'm like, YouTube, of course. I look on YouTube. First thing I find is exactly, you know, you, you'll make a car. And, and like within, uh, I think the video was like three minutes, showed me how to do it. Went and bought a bulb. Cost me like two bucks because everything was 30% off. It's super cheap. Yes, $2, $2. Then... Got the old iPad out in my boot while I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Did it in like 15 minutes. How awesome am I? Give me a hand. Like, come on. But see, I get excited. Do you, do you, you can sense the joy in me. Like, I'm excited about that because that ticks all the boxes. Like, you know, number one, I'm learning something new because that makes me joyous. I'm happy when I'm learning something new. Number two, I save some money. Yes, I'm excited about that too. That gives me joy as well. But those are the things that I write in my... I just realized I didn't take a photo of it. Oh, drats. Yeah, but, but this is what I mean. This is what I have a journal for, though. Because it might seem like a little thing, but on that day, it was like, awesome. It'll be a big thing for a while because I'm like so happy with it. Every time I get in the car, I'm like, yeah, fix my own brake light. Fix my own brake light. Anyway, if you want any tips later, I'll let you know. <laughs> YouTube is the way to go. YouTube. But... In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, it says, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Be joyful always. When I became, like, started following Christ myself, gave my heart to God, I've learned how to be joyful always. And it's not because my life is always a joy, believe me. I've had some like not so joyful times, but I've learned 
how to be joyful always. But the gratitude journal for me is one of the ways of doing that. Because I always sense that there is good things happening in my life no matter what is going on, what what my circumstances are. And it just gets you in that mindset. So whenever something happens for me, I, I, I just think, whoa, okay. You know, it, it gives me, but that day I'll think, well, you know, I look back now and it's not like I'm grateful for them while they're happening, but I've had some really tough times in life. Now I'm grateful for them because they've actually made me who I am. They've strengthened me. I mean, I know that there's that saying, you know, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Well, you know, in a little way, that can be true. Like some things that I've been through, if I hadn't been through them, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't think the way I am today. So I'm even grateful for that now. Not while they're happening. No, 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 no. But of course, we want to be grateful for our family, for our friends, for the fun times, our friends that are there in the tough times, our friends that add value to our life, our health, you know, like our senses, your heart, your lungs, your immune system, all these things are hidden in your body and you don't even really think about them. Do you know all your most vital organs are actually hidden? They're on the inside. Like, you know, your legs and arms, they're important, but without your heart, you're dead. Without your liver, you're dead. Without your pancreas, you're dead. They're all hidden. So, you know, take time to think about things that you don't actually see in the flesh, like your fleshly family, like Jeremy was talking about earlier, your fleshly self. <laughs> no, think about those things that are hidden. And I'm not just talking about bod- in your body. Think about the people in your life who have hidden, because this brings it back. There's so many people to be grateful for. The person you are today is actually made along by the people who have journeyed with you. Yeah. So be grateful for those people, for your home, for the roof over your head, for the bed you're sleeping, for aircon. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, look, I see an amen down there. Like, yeah. Do you know, um, I built my house like 17 years ago, but for 16 years did not have aircon. But I never really, I never really, it never bothered me because I'm usually at work during the day and at night's not so bad. But last year, this time last year that I had off, it was so hot. It was disgusting that I thought, that's it. I'm going to get aircon. And I got it in like, like January. So I didn't get to use it much because it wasn't hot. But this year, Oh my gosh, I am so thankful for air conditioning. Like, come on, and even today, like, isn't it great to be in this place with aircon? It hasn't always been like this, has it? Like, if you first came here the first day, no aircon. I see everyone go, no aircon. There was no, and a, and a concrete floor. Whoa. Thank God for change, hey? Yeah. Thank God for the air conditioning. So, you know, I was reading this thing today in. Uh, from the Salvation Army, it says, if you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, then you are richer than 75% of the world. Whoa. See, these are things that we, we think, oh, well, yeah, of course we've got a roof over our head. Of course we've got food in the fridge. But man, isn't it good to be thankful for those things? So I just right now, I just want you to turn to the person next to you and go, thank you for sitting next to me. (laughs) Jeremy's looking at nobody. (laughs) 
You can turn to the other person now and say, thank you also. (laughs) See, isn't there something, even in that, it's silly and it's funny, but when you actually thank someone, don't you feel your heart opening? Like that's, I feel just those words, thank you. It opens the word, it opens your heart. It opens your heart. And when you say thank you to God, it opens your heart. When you say thank you to a person, it opens your heart. There's so many things to be grateful for. Like, do you know that I've found that sometimes it's not until you lose something, it's not until you lose something you realize like, wow, I should have been so grateful for that. But you're so grateful when you get it back. I went kayaking from somewhere to Bribey Island and you know, don't do this because it's a rookie move. I was pulling up the kayak up on the sand because I've like got muscles and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm awesome. Pulling up the kayak by myself because like, I can do that. Pulling, pulling it back and then all of a sudden it comes too fast and I fall backwards and hit my tailbone on the point of the kayak. Not exciting. I'm like, ow, that hurt. But still walked around Bribey Island thinking, oh, this is sweet. Got back in the kayak rode back, could not get out of the boat. I was stuck because it was so painful and it was so painful. People had to lift me out (laughs) of the boat and stick me in my car so I could drive home because that's what you do. So the thing about that though, everyone told me, everyone said to me, oh look, you know, it's going to take months to heal because that's what, it just takes time. You know, so like four months later, I'm still like sitting down like this you know, you put your hand down and then you sit down because you can't sit down straight away because it's like just too sore. Doing that every time you sit down. Walking downstairs hurts. Four months, gets to six months. I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. Surely this is enough time because it's still as sore as it was. It's not as painful, but it's still painful when I sit down. I'm thinking like, not cool. So I go to the chiropractor actually for my neck because I put my neck out and then I get this thought don't know where it came from, but I get this thought, maybe I should talk to him about my tailbone. And anyway, he gets the little skeleton out and he goes, see, it's bones, maybe it's out. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. Put it back in place, kaboom, walked out of there, I'm like, happening, jumping around. The pain was gone. I could sit down, like, give me a hard chair, boom, 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 just like that. Just like that. I know. And my gosh, I was so grateful to be able to sit down without pain. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you all sat down today and it was like cool unless you have got a sore tailbone. But, but we just take things for granted. We take our legs for granted. We take, you know, we take that we breathe for granted. We take that we can run for granted sometimes. Be joyful. Be joyful for what you have. So good. See, gratitude adds power to our lives. In the Bible, after Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, they grumbled, they murmured, and they complained. They didn't like his leadership, and they were tired of eating manna. Like manna was the food that God miraculously, miraculously, he he supplied this food for them during the whole 40 years that they were wandering around in the desert. I mean, it's a miracle, but they started to complain about that. They were getting bored with that kind of thing. It was sustaining them. So, I mean, really, the Israelites, they'd seen the parting of the Red Sea. I mean, if you've seen a movie, it's like, whoo, you see the part. Can you imagine seeing that? You think like, oh my gosh, of course God is real. 
Oh, like this is the Israelites. They got to walk through that out of captivity. They'd seen the parting of the Red Sea. They had seen water come out of a rock. They're all thirsty. Like, I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty. Moses hits the rock. Out comes the water. Water out of a rock. That's a miracle. They, they'd seen that. And now they're complaining. They're murmuring. I mean, that's nuts, isn't it? They're like grumbling. They're grumbling. But, you know, I had to think about that because there's been times in my life like when I've been so excited about when God first blessed me. Like, you think about it. Maybe it's a time when, like, like that baby that you prayed for for ages and it finally comes. Or it might be that job or promotion that you got you, you tried so hard to get it, you prayed about it, you tried so hard to get it. Or it could be, you know, a leadership position or something that you prayed for. It could be a house that you prayed for and you finally got it in that. And then the very thing that you prayed for, that you wanted, that you pushed in for, you start complaining about. Oh, I know. I'm like, what? I mean, I've done that myself. I've done that myself. I've really... Wanted, wanted something like, you know, I want that car. Then I start thinking, oh my gosh, like, yeah, now I've got to fill it up with petrol. Far out. Like, like, or, you know, there's just silly things and you think like, hello, this is the miracle you were waiting for. Or you have that child and then they grow up and they start getting smart. You're not so excited about that now, are you? <laughs> that miracle that you prayed for and now they're answering you back because they can. But I've got to tell you, <laughs> it's in times like that that you can find it hard to be thankful and grateful. But believe me, they're the, like, be grateful. Find something that they're doing right. If it's, if it's a child that's playing up, find something that they're doing right and praise them for that. Because that opens up their heart. They want to do that thing that they get praised for find that thing and same with young people you know I know it doesn't happen that often but sometimes like your parents and that they do good things too <laughs> they do they do so you know sometimes you if you're grumbling about your parents and that find something that they do right and thank them for it hey thank you for paying for my youth camp hey thank you for taking me to youth in the car and being my taxi driver. You know, like, don't take things for granted. But it's all over the place. So you can think of examples yourself, things that happen every day, really. Thank people. Thank them, because it's amazing. You know, because you've got to think about it. When did that joy and excitement, I get to do this. Oh, man, i got this kid, and they're awesome, and I get to take them to school, and all that sort of... When did it be like change to I have to instead of I get to do this now it's I have to do it oh I know so find something especially in your family that's your homework for this week find something with every member of your family and thank them for it be specific though don't just say thank you you're awesome I mean that's a start say thank you for something specific 
for, for driving me somewhere, for making my dinner. Do you know, like, I've been brought up, even though I haven't known God all my life, we've, we're brought up to say grace all our lives and thank God for, for our food. Like, you know, if we're going to thank people for, uh, like for our food, we need to thank people around us. But even in, even in grace, like, I think now, because I learned it, it was, I actually learned it in Māori, like, it's whakapāingia mātou i, hua whakapāingia mātou kai, whakapāingia hoki te hunga ngā rātou i mahi, he kai mātou hunga he kai. So it's a short grace, right? But, <laughs> but, it's, but it's bless us, O Lord, bless our food, bless those who made it for us, and give food to the hungry. So in, in our saying that grace every time we ate, it reminded us, to be grateful that we're eating, to thank the people who made it for us, but also to bless the people who aren't so well off with food. So that's what gratefulness does. It opens your heart. It's just so amazing. I didn't know I was going to say grace, but there you go. Like, you can all eat now without choking. <laughs> that's what, oh, yes, anyway. <laughs> so now, um, what I want to, like thankfulness changes our perspective. Despite broken dreams, tumultuous circumstances, and unfulfilled longings, thankfulness changes that. And I've just got to, uh, like, if I could have the first picture, please, picture number one. This is a person who helped change my life so much when it comes to thankfulness. And his name is Nick um, Vujicic, Nick V, I'm going to call him. So let's, let's have picture two. So he's actually like, uh, 0.99 of a meter. He has no hands or legs, but he's got two small feet. One of them, one of those feet, has two toes. Now picture your life without the ability to walk, to care for your basic needs. You know, getting through your busy day. No legs, no arms. So throughout his childhood, Nick not only dealt with the typical challenges of school and adolescence, but he also struggled with depression and loneliness. Nick constantly wondered why he was different from all the other kids. He questioned the purpose of life or even if he had a purpose. Nick actually speaks all around the world and has accomplished more than most people achieve in a lifetime. He's an author, he's a musician, he's an actor, and his hobbies include fishing, painting, and swimming. I've just got a short clip. I just want you to watch this. Thank you. Whoa, it's a lie to think that you're not good enough. It's a lie to think that you're not worth anything. That's like, I saw him 12 years ago and seriously, he changed my life forever when it came to thankfulness because what he shared there, like he shared that part there, like when I saw him, uh, he was single, but he had a dream in his heart and he talks about it, you know, what good would he be? He'd never be able to hold his, his wife's hand. Whoa, massive. But do you know, uh, I remember him talking about it, and he believed that God had a purpose for him. He believed that he would be married. He believed and he had a dream that he would have children. And like, I just want to show another picture of him now, if I can have that third picture. This is him with his wife, with their four kids. Like the, the middle two, they're twins, actually. They were born last year. But that's what a dream can do. But the big thing about Nick that he did for me is thankfulness. Even though he was like that, he was so thankful for his 
little chicken drumstick, he calls it, because those two toes really make all the difference for his life. I know, I know. And, and you think like, oh my gosh, like we can take that down now. But he had a dream in his life. He had a dream. If I could have the band up, please. He had a dream and dreams give birth to change. Out of his heart of gratitude, out of his heart of thankfulness, God birthed his dream to be married and to have children. I mean, they're not adopted. They're all his children. How incredible is that? How much do we have to be thankful for? You know, one of the things that he says, which is like, um, if God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet, (laughs) then he will certainly use any willing heart. Do you have a willing heart today? Be thankful. Be joyful. So, so good. Do you know, I think about my, my, my own sons. I've, I've constantly asked them, you know, what are, what are you dreaming about for 2018? What are you dreaming about now, Marcin? What are you dreaming about for 2019? I want to know what they're dreaming because I want to pray for it. I want to pray for them. I want to do anything I can to help them. You know, and that's because I'm their parent and I love them. How much more does our God want to see your dreams come true? He wants to help you. He wants to guide you. He wants to give you opportunity to get the dreams of your life. He can do that for Nick. He can do that for you. So, you know, I just want to pray for you right now. And I, I want to pray to ha- out of that heart of thankfulness that God will show you something for yourself to be thankful for. If anyone just close their eyes. Father, I thank you that you're here right now and that you love each and every person. I thank you that you've placed dreams into each heart. I thank you that you've given each person a purpose, that they are worthy, that you love them, that you accept them, that you care about them. And Lord, I ask you right now that you would show them a dream that you have for them in 2019. Thank you, Lord. Is it family restoration? Is it that child you have always dreamed about? Is it that house? Whatever it is, reveal it. Hey, and while you've got your eyes closed, I'm going to give you an opportunity to have a relationship with God. I talked about it earlier. I haven't always followed God myself. And before I did, I was a pretty angry little control freak. I know it's hard to believe now because I'm pretty joyful, 
but I was. I, I, I had so many different issues going on. And a friend of mine started going to church and she encountered God, changed her life, and I started to see that. And she encouraged me to come along and I came along to a church just like this and I didn't know what was going on, but from the moment that I walked in, there was something going on in my heart. There was something going on in the atmosphere. I didn't even know. But at the end, the person that was speaking gave us an opportunity to invite Jesus Christ into our lives. He talked about a God that loved me just the way I was. He talked about a God who accepted me. He talked about a God who could give me joy, peace, and a fresh start. And you know what? I wanted that because I hadn't been living that kind of life. In the Bible, it says that Jesus came so that you may have life in abundance to the full and overflowing. And so he asked us to respond by raising our hands. So I did that and he prayed for me. And when he prayed for me, I felt an overwhelming sense of peace and calmness. And from that day forward, my life has totally changed. My life that I, I didn't really have much direction I found purpose. People that I thought I could never, ever forgive, God helped me to forgive them. He helped me to forgive myself. And so, you know, you might be here today and you don't know God, but God's put this joy on the inside of me. It just like bubbles up on the inside of me and it spills out into every area of my life. And I want to give you that same opportunity to invite Jesus into your life. So you may have not known him or never known him, never been into a church. Pretty soon I'm going to ask you to respond by raising your hand. Or you may have at one time followed God, but walked away, but you know that you want to reconnect to him. Or you might be sitting here and you've come a few times, but you, you haven't actually given your heart to God. And you want to be certain that you're going to heaven. So that is you. Any one of those three things, either you've never had a relationship and you want one, or you want to reconnect to God, or you want to be certain that you're going to heaven, I'm going to pray for you soon and invite, help to invite God into your life. But if that's you today, right now, if you could just raise your hand so I can see. Thank you, I see your hand. Who else is there today? I feel hearts beating. I know that something spoke to you today. I feel that uh, a person here feels just a little bit muddled up, thinking like, what? What's going on? I don't know what's happening to me. There's something going on in my heart. If that is you, Jesus, thank you, I see your hand. Who else is there today? Don't let the enemy stop you from accepting Christ. Don't feel confused about it. When we say a prayer very soon, God comes, his spirit comes to bring your spirit to life. And he comes and he walks alongside you to guide you, to lead you, to take burdens off you. Who else is there today that wants to join these two, wants to have a relationship with God? Just quickly, I don't want you to miss out. One more time, be bold. God loves you. He accepts you.
It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you come from or where you've been. He loves you. Is there anyone else here today? I'm just looking over to the left. My left, that is. Over to the center and to the right. Awesome. So let's keep our eyes closed. We're going to pray with those two people. And those of you that are saying the prayer, just say it straight from your heart. But we're all going to say it together. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I invite you into my heart. Thank you that you love me, that you died on a cross for me and my sin. I'm turning to you. Forgive me. Wash me clean. I renounce the devil and all his ways. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me how to live. I thank you that today I am forgiven. I am set free. And I am going to heaven. In Jesus' name, I'm just going to pray for these two. Thank you, Father, for those that responded to your word. I thank you, Lord, that this isn't just a decision, Father. This is an encounter with you. I thank you, Father, that you would place great people around them, that they would get connected. And I thank you, Lord, that you will lead and guide them. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said, Amen. 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 Wow, I'm going to invite Jeremy back up.